right now. Today is the day that you choose to change the rest of your life. It is time to turn your setback into the greatest comeback story ever told. And nobody is more capable than you. This is the Ranting Weight Watcher Podcast, the future number one weight loss podcast in the world. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please subscribe and spread the word of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast wherever you are and to whomever will listen. If you'd like to connect on social media or wherever else, check out my Linktree page, Linktree forward slash the Ranting Weight Watcher. Let's connect today. You are on episode 104. Welcome to the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast. Next week, we celebrate the two-year anniversary of the Ranting Weight Watcher, which means you have another week that if you feel so inspired, you can call into the show and talk about how the show has inspired you or uplifted you or whatever the case may be. You can call and leave a voicemail because I would love to play it on the two-year anniversary Play the, the voicemails of all of the listeners who would like to leave a voicemail. The number, 505-652-7268. Again, that's 505-652-7268. Just leave a voicemail. Tell us how you feel about the show. And we're going to play it on the two-year anniversary of the podcast, which is next week, August 26th. Be a part of the show with me. Help me celebrate two years of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast. I also have a couple of Facebook groups if you're interested in joining. One is just for the podcast, the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast Facebook group, and the other one is the RWW Consistency Challenge. If you have something you lack consistency in in your life and you wish to work on that, There's a small group of individuals in there who are mighty and love to support each other as they all work on something that they are trying to become consistent in. So search for the podcast or the Consistency Challenge in the group section of the Facebook app. Well, let's not hold anything back. Let's get into this. Journey updates. Well, if you remember, last week was marked the second week in a row of a gain. So we had gained 1.8 pounds over two weeks' time, signifying that this weigh-in would either dictate a change or keep things the same depending on the result. So I stepped on the scale. We lost one pound this week. So for the month of August, we are up... 0.8 pounds total lost since January 2019 is 154.6 pounds total pounds remaining to get to milestone 175 is 20.4 pounds 
And the total pounds remaining to get to milestone 200 is 45.4 pounds. So that's just the way it works. Do you see, if you're new here, and I explained last week, my approach to weigh-ins is the scale has less power if you can manage to have so much value in the work you do over the result the scale matters less. Now, how do you have more value in the work that you do? You do that by making it so unbelievably consistent that when there are wild fluctuations, either in either direction, I mean, it could be a big gain, a big loss, it doesn't matter. It just isn't right. It's just simply an anomaly. There is no explanation when everything is so consistent regarding everything you do. So because of this, whether it's a gain or a loss, the scale has less power. The result has less power because your confidence is in the work you put in, not in the result. Things will just seem weird. Well, how if I put in the exact same work week after week after week, how can one week bring me a three-pound gain and another week bring me a four-pound loss It just doesn't make sense. This shows you that the gains and losses, all the fluctuations that go on in our body are natural phenomenon. They just happen. And the only reason why we can make it worse is by constantly making changes. So I made that rule for myself a long time ago, but I'm proud of the ability to do that because it takes incredible incredible discipline to not make a change. Never mind when you have one gain, then when you have two gains, to wait for a third gain to make a change, it's enough to make you crazy. And it just shows you time and time again, if you've been listening to this podcast for any significant amount of time, how many times have we been two gains in and then the third week comes, I have a plan, but I wait for the third weigh-in and we don't need the plan. We don't need it because we stepped on the scale and the scale went down. There was a whole plan in place of what I was going to do if I gained again this week. But it doesn't need to be implemented. It could be put on a back burner for another day because there is no reason to implement that change. If you can get yourself to value your work over your result, you will be in a far better place to deal with the rest of this journey. Never mind the losing part, the maintaining part too. Do you understand? The maintaining part of all of this still exists beyond the losing part. And if you get past the losing part and you start to maintain, then there really is no scale result to look forward to except staying the same. So if you can manage to value your work now, think about how much further along you would be when it comes time to maintain. That's the point of what I'm saying to you right now. There are some times in this journey where things happen, 
and it just doesn't seem right. It doesn't happen often, but it happens. I've talked many times in many episodes about the cycles we go through. And so many fall into this one cycle. This cycle where you make a declaration. I am going to get healthy. Right? This is like the New Year's resolution kind of declaration. Okay? We make our choice as to what it is we are going to do. And we go all in. All the chips on the table. We do everything we need to do. Make all of these sacrifices knowing they're not sustainable. You make a million sacrifices of things that you love knowing it's not sustainable for a long period of time. And what do we do almost every single time? Here's where the beginning of the cycle is. Now we're starting to round the bend. Okay? So we started with a declaration. Now we go up into the future a little bit. And because we made this declaration, because we implemented these drastic changes in our life, of course we see results. And then they are, they are tremendous results, okay? But we never think, is this change I have made sustainable? We never really think about that, right? So we end up overconfident in the results we're receiving. And slowly but surely, maybe it starts with a reward, You see, you're doing so good, let's celebrate. And you go and you make a choice that you haven't made in months and now there's that taste of whatever it is you gave up after all this time. So now, on the way in, you're thinking to yourself, I deserve this, I did this. I made all these wonderful results. I did so well, I'm going to have my moment. And that's perfectly okay. I'm not telling you it's not okay to have the moment. I'm telling you to be aware of the cycle here. So this is the, this is the important thing to take from what I'm saying. Not for you not to do it, but for you to be aware of it. If I give you the keys, if I show you the map, if we see how the enemy works, the enemy can't win, correct? So... We get to this overconfident point because we have such great results and then we slip into these old habits and it starts with a reward. And, you know, maybe it's one too many rewards or maybe this one reward lasted a long time, like an entire weekend. Or maybe it's a long weekend. Maybe it's a three-day weekend. You decided to reward yourself during a, you know, you got Monday off kind of a thing and, You do a three-day long weekend. Again, I'm not saying anything wrong with that. Now, what happens next? What happens next happens to so many people. How do I know this? Because I watch it happen. People don't notice what's happening to them, but I do because I'm watching it happen to them. And you can't tell these people this is happening to you because... You wouldn't convince them anyway. There's nothing to say that would convince them they are going through this moment. 
and that they are not in control whatsoever, right? So they go to step on that scale after being, you know, returning to old habits and rewarding themselves for their hard work. They step on the scale and they get lucky. Oh man, I can't believe I still lost weight knowing I had this weekend. Now let me ask you, how many times do you think you get to say, I can't believe the scale went down with the weekend I just had? How many times do you think you could say that? Eventually, the consequences for what you're doing catch up to you. It happens time and time again. It's not me dictating this. It is the flow of history. So the consequences arrive for the change in behavior. Some people realize it right away. Some people don't. Before you know it, you you gain a bunch of weight back. And now you're aggravated because sometimes you've given up all of the weight. Right? So let's say you were in the beginning of the journey. Like so many times. Every time I've started Weight Watchers or any weight loss program for that matter. I would get to this point, and I've said it on previous episodes, where I lost 20 pounds. Every single time, like clockwork, you lose 20 pounds, people notice. And not only do they notice, they make comments, and they tell you how great you look, and all these things. And I'm not telling you it's bad that they do that. What I'm saying is, every time I would hit this moment, where I hit the 20-pound mark, I would become overconfident. And I would start to reward myself. I would return to old habits. And I would get lucky one time, maybe two on that scale. But eventually, the consequences would arrive. Now, when the consequences arrive, you forgot everything you've been doing. So many of us don't remember the choices we make when we make them, when they are questionable choices. We remember the good choices. We could tell you, oh man, I was surrounded by pizza and I just had salad and had a good time at this party. You remember that choice. But you'll never remember at the same party having eaten a half a pie, four, five, six slices of pizza, You'll never remember that one. You'll only remember making the good choice in spite of being surrounded by bad ones. It doesn't make you a bad person. It's human nature. We don't want to think badly of ourselves so we don't remember the bad things we do. So when consequences arrive, we tend to forget what caused the consequences. And we see it as an anomaly. So three and four and five weeks later and sometimes months later, you gain a bunch of weight back and you finally say, enough is enough. We got to get back to work. And you start the comeback journey. We're going to take a break. I'll be right back. I now present to you The Ranting Weight Watcher Accountability Creed. If you choose this day 
to say this creed. You are accountable to me, the author. You are also accountable to all of those before you who have taken the creed and all of those after you who will take the creed. But most of all, you are accountable to yourself. Now recite with me the accountability creed. Nothing can stand in my way because I choose to be unstoppable. My challenges crumble in my presence because I choose strength when I am weak. My insecurities have no power over my life because I choose confidence in the face of fear. I own every last one of my mistakes because I choose growth over mediocrity. The mirror and the scale are powerless because I move forward in spite of the result. Circumstances are not obstacles because I see solutions instead of problems. The demons of my past can no longer torment me because I choose to renew my mind daily. All things are possible as long as I believe because if God is for me, who can be against me? This is the creed I declare each day. It is about what I do, not what I say. I will learn the work that needs to be done. I will never stop, even when I've won. I will work consistently, no matter the cost. I refuse to believe that all hope is lost. I will work when I want to. I will work when I don't. I will work when they are cheering. I will work when they won't. I will work when it's easy. I will work when it's hard. The atonements that I've made are made with no regard. I will work when it's cold. I will work when it's hot because choices have consequences, justified or not. When I think I know it all, I will start back at one because regardless of what I think, the work is never done. And from this moment forward, when times are tough, I choose to believe that I am enough. And now it's time for random facts you didn't know you needed to know with the Ranting Weight Watcher. There's no name on this week's random fact, but it is an article titled, The Wood Frog Can Hold Its Pee Up to Eight Months. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Talk about having to go. Wood frogs in Alaska have been known to hold their urine for up to eight months, sticking it out through the region's longest winters before revealing or relieving themselves once temperatures increase. The urine actually helps them, the animal, keep the animal, the urine actually helps them keep the animal alive while it hibernates 
with the special microbes in their gut that recycle the urea into nitrogen. <laughs> that is an interesting one, that's for sure. And I kind of murdered that one, but um, we'll do better next time. That's it. We did great last week, so I had to even it out, right? <laughs> we did so good on last week's one, but I had to... Uh, I still have to mess up somewhere. There's no way I have beaten this yet. And if you're wondering why I ran, read this fact to you guys today, it's because there's a fear of mine of reading aloud. And part of me wants to defeat this fear, and I made it part of the show. So I invite you to send me funny facts or random facts, whatever you want, and I promise I will read it on the air and it will be the only footage that is unedited in the whole show because I'd like to dictate or see my progress. And if you'd like to join in on the fun, you can email therantingweightwatcher at gmail.com and send any random funny fact. The only thing I ask is that you keep it clean. I hope to see one from you soon. Now, let's get back to the show. So, in all of the time that I've been on plan, in all of the success I have found, I learned something immensely valuable. And that one thing is something I have preached every chance I get. And that is consistency. Something done consistently inaccurate is better than something done sporadically perfect. If you are doing the core values of whatever plan you are on and you are doing them with 97% accuracy and consistently, you are doing better than someone who does something once in a while but gets it perfect every time. It is this theology that consistency is more valuable than perfection that I built my success on. And because I've been on plan so long and because I found the success I've found, all of the time I get emails, I get text messages asking for advice, telling me their situations and, and whatever the case may be. And I often ask a bunch of questions. And by the time I'm asking a bunch of questions, how they may seem like random questions, but they all lead me to something. And it gives me a picture based on how you answer those questions of what's really going on behind the scenes. And then from there, I can give a you know, hey, maybe you should concentrate on this, maybe you should concentrate on that, whatever the case may be. Now, three things happen when that happens. I have three different results. The first result is it goes through one ear and out the other, and they didn't get the answer they wanted, so they're going to go and find someone else who will give them the answer they want, and they'll disregard everything I said. That's the first answer. That's the first situation. The second situation is they take it, 
they attempt, however minor the attempt came, may be, however much you want to stretch that word, attempt. But maybe it's half-hearted. Maybe they fall back into old behavior very quickly. But the result is the return to old behavior, even though they attempted. But every once in a while, every, a very small few take what I say, go all in, push the chips in the middle of the table and say, you know what? Let's go. Let's do this. Let it ride. And they just give it their all. In my consistency challenge group, there is such a person. And this happened weeks ago at this point. And I told her how proud I was of her. And that person is Phyllis. Phyllis one day decided she would join in the consistency group or whatever. And she decided to attempt at this thing I say is so valuable. To have a consistent life or a consistent healthy lifestyle just concentrating on the fundamentals of the plan consistently. She went through her time. She put in however many weeks of work. I don't know the exact numbers, so I'm not going to even try to guess. There came a time where she had a gain. And she made a post in the group saying, you know, I don't typically have this reaction to a gain, but it doesn't, it's not affecting me the way a typical gain does. For me, it was like a fire got lit in me because I know what's happening. I know her making that one sentence, this little post, told me exactly what she was doing. She was grasping the idea of consistency in that moment. When she stepped on the scale and had her gain, the scale no longer had the power it used to have over her because she knows the work she put in. She had been doing it for weeks. Automatically, her brain made the adjustment. This weigh-in is an anomaly because we've changed nothing. Everything has been consistent since we started which means the exact same behavior that caused losses now caused a gain. Do you understand? If the behavior doesn't change, if it's the exact same behavior day after day after day, and in one set of seven days, it causes a loss, and in another set of seven days, it causes a gain. The scale cannot keep the power it used to over you. Because you have 14 days worth of work and at the end of one set of seven, you have a loss. And at the end of the second set of seven, you have a gain. But the work is the same. And what this proves to you is that the scale will go up and down regardless, even when the work is identical and the work is correct. 
And in that moment, when she said, this gain isn't affecting me the way a gain normally does, that is the connection that was happening in her brain. That out of all of the weeks that she decided this is what she's going to do, she's going to chase consistency rather than results, all of a sudden the exact same work that got her losses is the exact same work that got her a gain. So something is wrong. This isn't right. It can't be counted on. The result is not reliable. But what is reliable? You know the work you put in. And once you get to a point to where your work is 97% accurate and it is consistent in every fundamental rule of the plan you've chosen, suddenly the gain doesn't have the power. And this is a wonderful thing. This is the kind of thing that makes my job something I love to do no matter what time of day, no matter what the hour is. I would love to help anyone get to this point, this moment, when they have this revelation. No matter how small, the spark is there. But it doesn't always happen this way. Sometimes the journey just sucks. Sometimes you don't need someone like me. Sometimes you grasp the idea of consistency without hearing it from my voice. And you do what's required and you build the determination necessary to keep going regardless of how you feel week after week, hour after hour, day after day, whatever it is. No matter the weather, no matter the feelings, no matter the situation, you do everything necessary. And you do it to the best of your ability. Maybe it's not perfect, but it is to the best of your ability. And it's with 110% effort. And in spite of all of that, the results do not show up. Week after week of work. Week after week after week. Doing the work day in and day out. There's only so much time before you have a a, a nervous breakdown. Before you say, you know what? Forget this crap. Forget this crap. I'm doing all this work and getting no results. What for? What's the point? Why am I here? Why on God's green earth am I concentrating on weighing and measuring food items when there's people that are going out and doing whatever the hell they want and still manage to lose two pounds. If we remember to the first half of the show, those people are in the getting lucky phase. They're about to go into the consequences arrive phase. You know, 
when we get to these moments when there is this circumstance, not many of us get to this moment. So many people quit before they ever reach a real moment, a true plateau. But when we get here, the one thing you're going to want to do the most is the one thing at all costs you cannot do. And there are literally zero words. Zero words that anybody else can say. This this moment is a very lonely moment. There's no doubt about it. You're in a dark place and you feel alone. The only person that can get you out of this moment is you. There's nobody else's words that's going to make you feel better about your situation. Because who wants to put in work hour after hour, day after day, week after week, month after month, and even year after year and get no results? I mean, you'd have to be outside of your mind. A lunatic to want to keep going. And your reaction to wanting to quit is human. There's not a person in their right mind that would want to keep going in this situation. But it is the most imperative thing you could possibly do. It is very important in this moment that you get yourself out of this dark place and keep going. Now, your options at this point are probably a lot less than they used to be. But whatever is left, grab it and go because you're running out of them. So even if you have to seek professional help to figure out what other options there are, do it. It doesn't matter. Just get it done because you're better off getting some kind of answer from some professional than quitting. If you quit, you're giving up the one thing that puts you in this position in the first place. It is the last thing you can do. Just keep going. Seek the help you need. However you can do that. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.